Hello and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious psychic and player two, Hunter Van Lirup. <laughs> and next to me. I don't know what that yeah, was. I'm like, that's like, that's like, are you doing <laughs> I was going to do like a Mario reference, but then I looked over at our list and we're going to do Mario next yes. week. So I'm like, are you doing like a, <laughs> I'll save it. Are you doing like either Mario reference or like a 1970s porno intro? A waka 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 waka. That's like, either Fozzie Bear or like. It's Pac Man. it is. <laughs> waka waka. That's more fuzzy. I can't do it, but the inflection. Yeah, exactly. There. So, guys, I am back. I know for two weeks I was not on the show. Well, one week we took a. I mean, for yeah, for one week I wasn't on the show yeah, technically. <laughs> I was sick that week actually, so we decided not to record. And we just couldn't reschedule. And after I was actually still sick, I actually got worse. I got laryngitis, so I couldn't actually talk. Uh, and then in the interim, uh, my wife had surgery. Uh, my daughter's been in the emergency room twice already. Uh, she's fighting what I had over a period of time, so much so that we had to close the store on Saturday um, because we I was not able to go in. Uh, yeah, it was wild. It, I heard about was, that. Did uh, you guys still open up at the end of the yeah, day? Or just no, 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 no. We opened, okay. we opened up for when Cam got in. I just literally gotcha. I, I couldn't. My, my wife has already so she can't lift. Yeah, she can't do a lot yeah, right and now. And now right? she's sick again. Oh, man. Hope she's she had okay. Pneumonia and now she's fighting something off. Now uh, I think it's the same thing that me and Ron have. Um, mm-hmm. So that happened, and then Saturday we had to get an emergency room at like fucking two a. It was like two a.m. We got there like three after everything mm-hmm. was said and done, and like she had a hundred, four hundred, five fever, and I'm like, what is happening to my daughter? <laughs> like, fix this. Yeah. Oh man, that's wild. I'm glad you guys are doing okay now, yeah. though. For for the yeah, most I part, mean, like, you know. For the I'm most getting part. over being sick. Like you'll either hear me cough or like sneeze or have to blow my nose at some point during the episode. Uh, my daughter's sitting with me. My wife's asleep already. Before two multiple reasons, she has to be up at work like five o'clock and then five thirty. She's already going back she to was work. Off for two weeks from her surgery. It's really been two uh, weeks. Start, let's see. Uh, her surgery was at the week after St. Pa- it was the Wednesday after St. Patrick's Day. It's been two weeks. Really? Yeah. That's insane. I've been, I feel like I've been sick been, for two weeks. Like I've been sick for two weeks. No, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because the Tuesday we missed it, the Wednesday you were in and surgery. Yeah, I was in surgery Wednesday and Thursday with her. Yeah. And then Friday, Saturday, I was home. Uh, I was at work at home with her. After mm. I took half days, I was home with her. Yeah, and then we had the John Sunday, week. No, you're right. That's crazy. Monday, wow, yeah. time flies. Sunday, then, Sunday, Monday, I was home, but I had laryngitis. I couldn't talk anyway. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, John took over. Wednesday, my daughter started getting sick. We took her to the pediatrician Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday night, she was really sick. Saturday morning, she was super sick. Mm-hmm. Took her to the ER. And now we're the week after. Oh, dude, that's... Yeah, <laughs> dude, I've, I've seen enough ERs and hospitals in the last three weeks. I'm good. Uh, I'm real good right now. Yeah, you're all good. Dude, friggin' me and John... Man, there was so much unused content there. It was wild. I the episode. We, By the way, when I'm not on yeah. the episode, I do listen to the episodes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that you didn't. I'm saying, like, you know, you only heard, like, the important bits. There was a lot of nonsense. I didn't do too much cutting, but um, there was a lot of nonsense before, you know. Oh, well, like, <laughs> I, the same thing we talked about, like, nonsense before, yeah. like, our green room. like our green Yeah, room. but sometimes when it's with John, like, it's a catch-up because I don't talk to yeah. him as often anymore. Yeah. And especially when it's just me and him, because we have different interests than you. Like, we'll talk more about yeah, movies than when we're with you, when we talk more about I, comics and I stuff. Was like, I was waiting. That's crazy. I saw, I saw <laughs> on Wednesday, 
And he goes, "Oh, you weren't yeah. on." I'm like, I just don't. I, I, even then, I still have. I didn't have a voice at work, really. He goes, yeah. "Oh, you were like, yeah." Eh. He goes, "Oh, <laughs> like, yeah." I wasn't like I sound like a fucking smoker. Yeah, you're like, "Hello, sweetie, yeah. it's me, Jay." He's like, "Oh, that's why I don't get why you weren't on the show." I'm like, yeah. And so you sounded like a white guy. You sounded like John. So, <laughs> that's why I didn't even do live stream. I was like, "Yeah, I cannot do mm-hmm. live stream." Yeah, it's like, "Yeah, I don't think you should do live stream." Yeah. Like, I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, I, I I'm like it's not. I, like, even now, on and off, it will crack. Which I like mm-hmm. talking in general. Like it will crack. Um, but yeah, dude, I couldn't like could not like customers are calling today and they're like, oh, you sound so much better. I'm like, yeah, it's been two weeks since I've been sick. <laughs> like, I'm finally yeah, man, you've been it. sick for so long. You finally sound like normal. Yeah, again. like I'm finally getting over being sick. Like on top of like taking care of a sick wife and a sick daughter and a post surgery wife yeah. and like myself being sick and I'm like. I need like a five minute vacation. <laughs> like, yeah. But God. No, dude. So you're back now. Yeah. It sucks you didn't get to talk about Shazam. Oh, so but me and dude. John barely talked about Shazam. So, like, I mean, we did. Don't get me wrong. You've listened to the episode, yeah. but like, I feel like we barely discussed the plot as much as we should have. <laughs> We're just like, man, this movie was good and people hate it. <laughs> that was most of the episode. I liked Shazam a lot. What did you oh, think, okay. James? So, yeah, now because uh, like I heard the episode, like, oh, like James is gonna hate it. He doesn't like fun. By the way, I don't hate. It. Like, <laughs> we we called you I'm out. Just, like, so I like the entire day. Like, so I'm, like, let's do it. I was in the shower, driving to work, and driving home. Like, yeah. motherfuckers. Like, you don't understand why I don't do it. Whenever you're not on the show, we have the opportunity to pick yeah. on you. <laughs> oh, so I was just like. One, it's not that I don't like fun. I just don't like I, in in general. I don't like most comedy. You don't like comedy sequels, especially with superhero. I, well, movies in general, too. in general, I don't like comedy sequels because I just think what they do is lazy because it leans in on the same jokes that worked the first time. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see like that's why I'm not a fan of most any comedy sequels in general, for the most part. Some yeah. of them like you have to really get me, and I have to like really like the movie in general. Um, that being said, Shazam's okay. Um, I like it. For, it is what it is. It's a. It knows what it is. It is a popcorn film. It is a cool, fun, all ages popcorn film that you can take your kids to and go. We had a good time, kids. Let's go to Chuck E. Cheese after this. Hey, you know what? Let's go to a comic shop and read more about Shazam. Let's go do this. This is not a dude bros. Hey guys, let's get together and watch a Marvel movie and talk about how great Marvel is as a cinematic franchise. No, this is like. Hey, let's hang out. I mean, like, I like this movie a lot. It was good. Like, I feel like, and the critics are starting to get like this nowadays. Besides all the superhero fatigue talk, we save that for the gutters. That's whatever. I'll never feel it. Oh, it's, no, it's true. It there is superhero fatigue. Like, we we briefly talked about it. Oh, no, I don't. I, I believe that there is, but I don't have it, nor oh. do I think it really needs to be talked about as much as it is. But what I was saying was. Um, when it comes to like the critics nowadays, like the audience score has it at about this is, this is Rotten Tomato yeah. standards. Take it with a grain of, of salt. Um, audience score has it about an eighty-six percent. That's how That's, I feel like the movie not. was. It's a good like eight-ish, seven-ish out of ten. Like it's nice. There's a lot of stuff that they did wrong, but there's a lot of stuff they did right. That kind of nonsense. Yeah. But, like I feel like a lot of critics nowadays, especially when it comes to the big two in comics, a lot of them compare the D- the critics compare the DC movies to the comic book movies, and a lot of Twitter people yeah, do that's as well. Whatever Twitter's but Twitter, they're on Twitter the hellscape, so and like who cares? like the critics as much as like critics, you yeah. Yeah, as much as the critics, you can, like, you know, grain of salt it as well because it's not everybody's cup of tea, oh, but it's their jobs to be critical of movies. That's their but, job, like, yeah. Nowadays, like, they, they have a pedestal, even though Marvel isn't a high pedestal, especially not anymore. Yeah. But they have the MCU pedestal, 
And every time a DC movie comes out, if it's not like insanely amazing, like the best DC movie ever, they're going to just shit on it and make it sound like the the last time we got like a good DC movie, like for the critics was Wonder Woman. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. After that, like exact side is justice league. I'm talking about like theaters, like theater wise, like (coughs) on release theaters. People are seeing it. Not talking about the suicide squad, even though I got good ratings. It just didn't come out in theaters. That was HBO thing. Yeah. But like the last time we got like a really good DC movie was back in 2017. Yeah. So like they just keep holding these like pedestals up because Marvel's just like pumping these things out and they're all like of varying qualities, but usually higher. And, you know, some of them are great. Some of them are good. Some of them are mid, but there are no like bad Marvel movies, but I also don't like, I mean, I don't not like things. Well, yeah. And I think that's become your thing. I know my daughter's crying back because she wants a bottle because I should feed my daughter. Um, yeah, I, I'm embracing it a little bit more. The chaos of Hunter likes nonsense. Yeah, like Hunter likes know? things, and like that's your like that's your stand. Like you like things, yeah. and there's not like nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like you should you should like everything. Mm-hmm. But like I do believe there is a level of like I I'm, I think I'm just more critical of, uh, on certain things. Like mm-hmm. um, you're also like a bigger when it comes to comic book movies. At least you're a bigger fanboy. Well, even that. Or a bigger fanboy might not be the right word, but like you know, you have more of like a knowledge of this kind of stuff. You've been around the block a few times, like you know, like what these characters' core values are. And when you see them not represented properly, you're just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, because like because it could be done better. That's what it is. Like to me, I'm like this could be done better because of X, Y, and Z. Like if you're not trying, Mm -hmm. if like if everything has to be formulaic, you're not trying anymore. You're just putting out a movie to put out a movie. You know, you're not doing it for the fans. You're doing, you're not doing it for fans. You're doing it for money, which again, at the end of the day, it's yeah. business. Everything's a business, you know, type of thing. Yeah, I get it too. You know, yeah. but there is like a level of like you should do things closer to the book. You can. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. You know, like yeah. I think Shazam, as much as not, it's not adapted from anything, and you can say it is adapted from God, uh, like the one woman story, God's at War. You can kind of say that. Yeah, and it's got some uh, some stuff from the Jeff Johns. Shazam stuff with the Shazam. Yeah, movie. yeah, absolutely. You know, it, yeah, it's it's more of an original story, but it does adapt stuff from DC's wider, even if they're new characters. DC's wider. Absolutely. I, I think what it is that I like about this movie is that it does lean into it. I think it's fun. I think it's cute. I think it knows what it is. You know, it doesn't. Mm. It's not abashed about the idea of it being a, a fun popcorn movie. Yeah, like, I think Shazam and Venom have the same idea of what they uh, are. Like, I think Shazam is better than Venom. I'm not saying that Venom is, like, a top-tier movie. Shazam 1 is fucking well, phenomenal. Ven- 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 Venom 2 is really yeah. good. I think Venom 2 is on par with this movie yeah. when it comes to, like, quality of, like... Like, Venom didn't know what it was in the first no. movie, figured itself out in the second well, movie, embraced wh- the camp, embraced the chaos. It to be calm. Shazam... Yeah. Yeah, Shazam kind of had a good footing at the beginning, lost a little bit of the sauce in this movie, but still f- knew what it wanted to be. And that's the whole thing. Like, I think Venom, the difference between like Venom and the other, and Shazam, is that Venom, sorry, one more note, because now I'm at the end of the cold now, now it's just snot everywhere. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but I'm, it's better than fucking coughing and like, can't breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing with Venom, what they did was like, you know what, we're going to lean into like, what we want to be campy and cute and fun and like, ridiculous they chose like yeah. a theme to finally lean on because that was the problem with the first one with shazam they already knew they were shazam one such a tone which was oh hey we want to do mm-hmm. a fun uh, you know it's big with superpowers 
is that yeah. really the story of Captain Marvel slash Shazam? No, but it's more the modern day adaptation kind, kind of. of. It's a whole thing depending on what you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, but is that better? Yes, because you know what, it, it, you know, it's very different. It knew what it wanted to do from get go, and it stuck to those roots. It didn't change because of like it didn't make it do- they didn't make it darker to fit a tone and to fit the tone of the rest of DC universe. It didn't go out of its way to be a. Oh well, this is just like the end of DCU, so it doesn't matter. Like, do I think I do? Mm-hmm. Do I wish Mister Mind was Mind was in it? Yes. Do I wish there was? I don't. <laughs> yeah, he was in that post credit yeah, scene, and it was just so dumb. Because the problem, well, <laughs> I I think they were always planning on doing three, but now because of the whole thing going forward, and I don't think they're getting a third movie. Just because I, I was listening to the episode last week's episode, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think they're getting a third episode because they're not doing well in 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 box office. Yeah, the box office is bad, but if James Gunn believes in Sandberg's vision of a trilogy, he might let it happen. Yeah, I don't, you know what it is? I think, I mean, the end credit scene before the Mr. Mind end credit scene was uh, Economos and yeah, um, James Gunn's wife. JSA. I forget what her character yep. is. They invite him to the JSA. <laughs> they go Justice League, and he goes, yes! And she goes, uh, no, they go, yeah, they go Justice, and he goes, yes, 100 times yes. It was like Society of America. And he's like, wait, what a sec, is that the one with Wonder Woman? Yeah, no, they, they, so good. Apparently there was supposed to be a Black yeah, Adam rock um, scene. He was going to invite them, and no, uh, no, I'm sorry, no. Uh, Hawkman was supposed to show up and invite him to the JSA, but Black Adam has a strangle—not Black Adam, The Rock has a stranglehold on the JSA characters and Black Adam, and he said that you know uh, he he like forced them not to use Aldous Hodge, yeah. and so J- James Gunn was like, "Okay, I'll use my team, I guess." Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's so i mean it's wild and yeah he did decline a cameo i know yeah that's all it was yeah uh, what'd you like more shazam or ant-man of the two yeah the new ones Shazam. yeah i think I have, like ant-man ant-man definitely has a good place and the villain was great despite anything that's going on in current media i mean current time but you know like the villain was great. the The world was fun and fancy. It was a little too not Ant Man for my taste, but it was still a good movie. But Shazam, I don't know, just kind of continued the Shazamming of what it was. Well, so you wouldn't want it to be hard to judge them together because they're very different films. But you yes. know, I gave that one a seven. I gave this one like an eight. I think, yeah. or vice versa. Anyway, James, we got news to talk about. But before we do that, guys, this May we are kicking off volume two of Unknown Heroes on Kickstarter. Um, we will be posting a bunch of promo stuff. Uh, Hunter will be posting promo stuff, and I will be reiterating what Hunter posted as promo stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It is all about team ups, a job that more than one hero can to do. Um, it's fun. We have a bunch of talented writers and artists working together on this awesome story. So check that out May first on Kickstarter. Um, links are in the description below. Check it out, John from uh, Marvel Infinity uh, Marvel. If you're MCU Beyond, Beyond Podcast, Jesus, uh, <laughs> is on there with his co-host Trav doing art and story for this awesome, like, really dark fucking team story. Or of a... it's like Frank Miller and Kickass had a oh, baby. It's great. It's great. <laughs> and then he he's channeling more, his like, inner what angst. He wants to do with the universe. I'm like, oh, well, that's oh crazy. yeah. He was telling me more too. I was like, dude, keep it going. He wants to do like sixty page graphic novel. But the way so he, I'm excited the way to he see draws, like Jesus Christ, dude, it'll take you eighty years to do it. He's a crazy person. 
but uh, John was. I mean, I wish I had this. I, we might have it on recording. I'm not positive, but I wish I had it on recording because um, it, I don't know if it was before or, at, or in the middle of the show. But we were talking about his process, and man, he is just like so. He found out that the ink he uses doesn't take well to getting scanned. It comes up purple instead of black. Oh, so what he does now, his roommate has high quality uh, drone cameras because he's like a drone yeah. guy. And so what he does is he takes, so he hooks up the drone to like his wall and then fixes the camera in a position that takes a p- perfect 4K, like f- like perfectly crisp picture of his art that he just downloads onto his computer. Oh my God. What? It's like insane. And he's, he's like, it's such a good picture that you can't even tell the difference because he sent it over what it looks like. And I was like, yeah, I can't tell. But he's like, when he uploaded it, it came back all purple the first okay. time when he did the scanning. So now he's doing an even more backwards ass, like super complicated method, and he's just in I love it. John. John's, <laughs> I love John. John is. I say it all the time, and I if I ever get to interview him for something other than this, um, you know, he is the most interesting person I know. He, he is. is a crazy person. John, I think every every story that exists in the world, John has a one up story. <laughs> You're like this happened to me. John's like ah uh, bad. <laughs> Dude, he told me a few um, off camera that are just like wild stories. He wants to um, he wants to do a movie about one of them. Oh, he told me that. He's told me that in the past. No, that's a different oh one. Oh my god! Yeah, he has another one, and I was like, oh Is my god, dude, relax. Story? Uh, uh, maybe I don't know. I won't repeat it on camera because on mic because that's a wild ass story. No, <laughs> he's got a lot of stories. John is the most interesting man in the world. That's what At, I'm saying, man. So, that's wild. news. Yes. News, Sorry, news, after news. My daughter's there. Like, we got three trailers and some video game stuff to talk about today before we transition into our topic of the week. Right. So, we'll start it off with Blue Beetle trailer dropping yesterday or two days ago, technically, from whenever you're listening to the episode. Uh, it yeah. is awesome. I did not realize Joe's Love Presence was in the show. Oh, yeah, dude. He's uh, Uncle Rico, I sure. think his character's name is. Sure. Yeah. He's uh he's just he's Jaime's uncle sure. from the comic books. That's it. But he's just oh man, I, I saw George Lopez and then I was like, fuck yeah. Dude, they have the classic Beatle ship, they have the Ted Cord and the guy before him suit. Yeah, like they have that in the uh in the Beetle Cave or whatever the it's gonna be called, the nest. And it's it's oh man, it's got a lot of heart and charm and it seems like it's gonna be a nice fun origin story oh, yeah. with a teenage protagonist. Oh, yeah, dude. And I'm excited, man. I really hope that they do have Ted Cord in this movie though. So the villain that they have his like suit and so, stuff. Okay, so like I was talking to Sabrina about this today. So if the villain is like a made no, up sister she's or something. In the like comic that, right? now. They introduced her in the Blue Beetle graduation day. Oh, in graduation yes. day? That's very cool. Yes, which is great. Um yeah, so they introduced Victoria in there. So it's his sister played by mm. Susan Sarandon. Um, yeah, which is why. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and she's also a lot older. Like, I mean, she's an older actress. So, um, yeah. which means either this takes place where Ted's a lot older, you know. Yeah, Ted could be an older guy or he could be dead. Right. That's why I, I didn't know if they were going to do if he was dead or not. 
Um, I mean, Wilson, I, I do hope that they're, like, hiding him from the public. Like, they're like, oh, he's in the movie, he's Ted right. Um, I do. Or, like, maybe at the end, the end credit scene, Booster Gold shows up, and he's like, we have to go save Ted. Yeah. Some nonsense. Because yeah, we're, <laughs> so, like, because they're gearing up for Booster Gold TV show, why not throw a quick cameo in there? Or even, if you don't have the cast yet, because the movie's already yeah. done. But most of these end credit scenes are filmed, at least these last few ones seem to be filmed, like, 10 minutes before the movie comes yeah, out. Well, what they'll so, do sometimes is also like, all right, hey, we, it's during the reshoots. Like, all right, cool. We have an idea of who we want yeah. and we cast somebody. Yeah. And... Or they could just do Skeet shows up and goes, yeah. Booster, this is a good place to be. He's here. And then you just hear over the mic some nondescript voice, like how they did with uh, Thanos in the first few Avengers movies he popped up in. Yeah. Where he's just like a random voice that isn't Josh right. Brolin. So. I'm excited to see uh, what this Blue Beetle movie has. It just looks so fun, and the Cobra Kai kid—I cannot pronounce his name. No, no, I'm not, I'm not he just looks—he just looks so like in the zone in this movie. He looks so much like Jaime. It's ridiculous. It's cool looking. I think the special. Mm. This is the first time. Oh, the suit! Mwah. The suit looks so oh, good. God. It's so accurate. Oh, and, and, and it doesn't feel like like it doesn't like some suits translate very poorly to live action. And you'd think that one would, yeah, but I man, it does it honestly? Not, it looks so good. I thought it was gonna be one of the worst ones. Yeah, yeah I thought it was good. Like when I saw the the um the behind the scenes photos, I was like, oh, it's a fully practical suit. This is gonna be interesting because, like, while it looked good, like with him walking around in it and right. stills, yeah, right. like how's it gonna look in action? Yeah. Obviously, you CGI some stuff around, but like. Man, it looks really, really good. And like when he opens up the scarab and it burns him in the ceiling and like melts that the suit onto him, I'm like, oh man! His parents and family are like, oh my god, he's literally dying in front of us. <laughs> it's so wild. Sorry, I'm coughing at the same time. Um, Whew. Uh, um, no, dude, that was like I was like watching that scene like that. I'm like, that's not how this works. I'm like, it's gonna be so crazy, dude. I'm excited for this movie. It looks. So oh, good. dude, I saw why. I cannot wait for that movie. I'm, it's coming out like sometime in August, I think, like a week or two after um, uh, the TMN, the new TMNT movie, <laughs> which I'm not man. excited for at all. I'm very excited for you it. You like everything. Uh, I keep explaining this to you. You are the op- I, I I like the turtles and I like Seth Rogen, so you combine them together, and I'm in. I'm like, Ugh. the only thing I don't like is the uh, treatment of April. Not oh, that she's black, black. I don't April? care. I just don't like how they made her like a, a gremlin. Like she's like a tiny. Like she's the same size as the yeah, turtles. Well. I get it. They're supposed to be younger, but she just—I don't know. She's always been older than the turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? she's been aware. Except for in like the, except for in um, Rise of the 2013 TV no, show. Rise of. Uh, and Rise of too, I guess. But the, the two most recent ones. Most Rise of the time, of. most of the time she's like 20 something. Yes. You know, as opposed to like the 16 to 18 the turtles usually run by. So I get that she's younger, but she's just like the same size as them, like height wise. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care that she's black. I don't. Yeah, fucking... that doesn't bother me at all. I, Rise of TMNT is one of the best TMNT I products. I do like and, Rise. Like, it, it, and she's black and now like so... get on the board with it. But I'm like, oh, I like Rise actually. Yeah. yeah, well, the first few episodes are definitely rough because everybody's still feeling it out. The art style's still growing on you. But like after like the first ten episodes, because they're yeah. quick. After the first ten episodes, you're just like Wait, hooked. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what this new one looks like. Same with Blue Beetle. Obviously, we love the Blue Beetle. Uh, I, I put down all my <laughs> I got um my Amazon cart has every Blue Beetle book available except for graduation Good day man. in the cart waiting to be purchased. I got to do my research, man. I love getting a trailer 
and then they drop like, "Hey, what you should be yeah, reading dude, for this character?" That is to me, it's I mean, so it's good. Awesome. I think that's like one of the yeah. best things that DC. I was gonna bring that up too. One of the best things that DC mm-hmm. has done is by making like the trailers. Oh, by the way, if you want to know more, check this out. Fun fact: It started with Hit Monkey. Yes, it did. Hit Monkey on Hulu at the end of almost every episode, they would say, "If you want more of this, here's the book, Hit Monkey Monkey Business, or whatever the book is called, Banana something. Either way, um, back in business, something like that. Um, but like they just here you go, and then DC took it, but DC did the Flash movie, and they did um, it was the the Flash prequel comic." And then it was Flashpoint and Rebirth, yes. all the John stuff. While those are good for kind of what they're going for, especially for this movie, a lot of people were like, yeah, DC picked these ones for sure. Like, you know, the corporate DC, not the, the editorial I, DC. Editorial, and then with the Blue Beetle yeah. one, it's like the Keith Giffen, the Graduation Day, and Infinite Crisis, yes, I which think. all makes sense. Yeah, isn't that when he first appears? Infinite Crisis is high major first appearance, yes. Yeah. So like and, and people are like yeah man fan like uh, not fans like a proper editor chose these ones a fan of the character what the hell are you talking about and I'm like I I guess like sure man but uh yeah I'm excited for this movie man it looks so yeah. good so we have yeah. oh yeah so sorry I didn't really cut you off is there something else you want to say? no I was gonna say where do you want to bounce next we, got we have secret invasion coming up dude I am hyped for this like I was like Sabrina doesn't like this. I was like, you. I'm like, you don't like probably spy because killers. it's not like. Well, I mean, that's it's entirely possible. Was. She doesn't like spy movies. I was gonna say it's like, like she likes cape shit, yeah. you know. And this is like little to no Which cape I'm shit okay at all. With. And it's a like you said, it's a spy thriller. I love spy, spy thrillers. thrillers. Kingsman, Man from Uncle. Like I love like spy in a Bond. I love spy nonsense. So with this, I mean, my only complaint is <laughs> Nick Fury's so old. Yeah. <laughs> I love Samuel L. Jackson, but. He was chugging in um in Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, he's been working out, and I do like the guy. So I think he'll do a great job, Jackson. But man, he he's just gonna be running around. Let's go. Oh man, it happens. Like <laughs> Mendelssohn's getting older too. Man, his birthday was the other day. It's crazy. I'm excited. I, I love the cast of this though. You got um. Maria Hill was a Kobe yes. Smulders. You got uh, Amelia Clark. Ben Mendelsohn's my dude. Um, <laughs> and I really do hope they have one or two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters. A lot of rumors were yeah, going around about that. it. You know that. Yeah. The only one I, like, kind of believe is the uh, Chloe Bennett one. Yeah, even then, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, hey, if they're in there, awesome. If they're scrolls, that's even better. You know, because that's just like a yes. nice, like, oh, look, scrolls. Like, hey, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like, it's, it's more of an Easter yeah. egg. Yeah, which I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm excited about this this movie. I think a lot of it. I am actually for like. Oh my god! Sorry, I'm like also yawning. Um, yeah. Originally, when it was announced, it was supposed to take place during the blip, but now it says it takes place in present day. Cool. I'm down for it. Yeah, man. I'm down so for all of it. I'm excited I think, to see what they go going. I think the problem like, people have, like, I, I, I am excited that like, this is like one of like only two things we're getting because like. Oh, I mean, we got this, we got Loki, and we got What If, and then it's we have, yeah, I don't count that necessarily. Why? Because that's not MCU. It's not okay, MCU. I count that better than most MCU properties. No, but I'm saying, like, it's not like MCU. Like, people are getting, like, oh, man, we got 18 projects in the MCU. Yeah, true. Like, the only ones we have this year now are Secret Invasion, Loki, What If, 
uh, Captain Marvel and Guardians are the only ones that are confirmed yes. MCU. We might get another special during Halloween. People are saying Man I, Thing. I Some people are saying Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's what you guys are talking about. I'm like, yeah, yeah. If it happens, it happens. I'm not. I'm not whatever. Yeah. And then obviously X Men ninety seven. Yeah, I'm like, X Men ninety seven. I don't care for rats. That's about anything else. <laughs> Well, to be fair, like I don't care about a man thing, a giant man thing special. Who cares, dude? I love a giant size man thing special. Yeah, yeah, I, love, I, I bet you do. Let's <laughs> pay for rent. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm excited for rent. I mean, you know me. I I like things, love, and the MCU has not gotten boring. It's not gotten boring for me. So, actually, you know, it's funny. I'm I am very. I think I'm at the stage where I'm like I'm. I'm excited for certain things. Like the the Secret Invasion trailer got me excited. You know, yeah. but the the poster for like it's different. Right, That's and why. The, 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 like for the Marvels, like did it like the Guardians trailer. Well, I'm excited to see the the trailer for the Marvels because this could go in like a crazy direction with all three of those characters. Yeah, but let's be fair. Like, I don't think there ever will be a shitty Marvel trailer. You know what I mean? I mean, the trailers are pretty high. Yeah, so like all trailers for the MCU right. are great, especially the newer ones. That's the whole thing. I'm like. <sighs> I don't think there's will be a bad trailer. I just don't. I'm like, if you show me a trailer for like uh, Guardians, I'm like, all right, cool. It's the end of an era. That's why I care more. I care more because it's it's the end of what we've been going with for the last like ten years. Yeah, yeah James Gunn said that uh, this is his last Guardians film, um, and the last iteration of this specific team. Team, yeah. Whether or not Peter or Drax still gets to kick around afterwards is up to Marvel. We know Batista's contract is done, but you can get and another yeah, one. Yeah, one's different, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what they got cooking. It looks like Bradley Cooper's out because Rocket's so going to oh, die. <laughs> he's so going to die. It's like not even fun. Oh, absolutely. He's going to die. And he's going to get iced. It's going to be fucking – like it's not dry eye in the house. Yeah, so uh, you know, uh, the, the the so we got two other kind of trailers: the Guardians, the new Guardians trailer, which I didn't watch. It uh, looks I didn't cool. Watch that one yet. It it doesn't spoil anything. It's mostly just reiterating like Rocket's like prominence in the film, and then we got the Spider Verse oh trailer God, this I morning. This morning, but yeah, but it's nothing crazy. It's everything we it's, know. Actually, you but know, it gives you more story. They, they they name drop they name drop the MCU, which is but cool. It actually, gives you more of the pause story, like. Because the problem was, like, there was so much of, like, rumor, like, oh, the spot's going to be this big villain. And blah, blah. I'm like, he's not. He He's going to be, like, the opening like, villain and maybe, like, show up near yeah, the end. He's, like, an, he's an antagonist. He's just not the main antagonist. Yeah, it's just he's the only, quote-unquote, villain in the cast, besides the vulture that he's been advertised. Yeah. There's two villains in the cast that have been advertised because the real villain is Miguel. Because he's hunting Miles for whatever reason, and my reasoning, at least my idea, is uh, that his daughter was killed by a Miles variant or like something yeah. in the future. Because, like, we know that Mile, uh, Miguel, at least in the comic books, is from 616, but in 2099, yeah, in the course. future. We don't know if this one is still 616 or from whatever universe Miles right. is from, but in the future. Because it could be possible where... 2099 in a different version of miles accidentally kills or maybe on purpose depending right, so on you kills but like if if you're telling me that miguel is so pissed at miles just because one of his alternates killed his family that's a little messed up yeah. but if it's that specific one in the future i like those kind of stories where like loot like looper yeah uh for 2012 where you know um bruce willis and joseph gordon levitt play the same guy right. 
where there it's is, like, you know, this one from the future is going to fuck up the yes. past. Like, you got to stop something him. there. And he's like, that's what it is. I think there is something there. I think we're just not seeing mm-hmm. I, I, It's clear that they're not giving the entire plot away. Like, you think it's going to be this. Yeah. It can be. It's also a two parter, so we don't right. really know what the full scope of it's going right. to be. So I'm excited. I'm more excited about that than anything, actually. Um, yeah. I'm excited. It looks good. I love the fact like Miguel's mm-hmm. the bad guy, and like I do like the oh, yeah. Spider Man. The oh, pointing, like, they do the, the mega meme. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, the the ones that get prominence are um, it. PS. It's PS Five. It's unlimited, and I'm talking about the pointing oh. meme. It's PS5 Unlimited and then one I can't put my finger on. But then, yeah, Scarlet Spider-Man gets a nice showcase. Mayday's in the yes. movie. Um, we get to see Spider-Punk. We get to hear Spider-Man India. Yes. So we know that it's um, Dopinder from Deadpool. I forget what his name is. We talked about it when he yeah. was cast. Um, I'm, the movie looks so oh, good. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Final trailer. Yes. Okay. Final trailer, guys. Which trailer are we doing? This one's oh, yeah, for you, man. I'm like... I'm looking at the thing right. There's another trailer I think we have listed. We got one right at the okay, top. Okay, sorry. Uh, we have the Netflix trailer. Yeah, this actually dropped last week, but they actually hunted saved it for me so I could talk about it and got shown for like I'm a five year old boy. Yeah, man. Well, because me and me and John like Power Rangers, but like if we talked about the trailer, it would be wasted. Yeah, you know what be. I mean? We'd be like, this looks yeah, you good. But yeah, you could talk about so all the shit you've been have... waiting for. And do you also talk about Amy Jo Johnson? Yeah, yeah I got to spend more time now talking about like because it came out like yeah. actually that Wednesday. I think on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, trailer for Once and Always, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Netflix special dropped. Um, really cool. It's a 30th anniversary. Summer... It's coming out in a few weeks, 16th. right? Yes. Yeah. Two Wednesdays? Or next Wednesday, actually. Yeah, so we'll watch it. We'll review it the next one. <laughs> yes, because I'm doing a watch party that, like, not on Easter. It's not next It's not next Wednesday. Yeah, coming out next Wednesday. But I'll we'll review it the following uh, episode, because next mm-hmm. week's Super Mario anyway. Um... Yeah, really cool 30th anniversary showcase brings back the entire second generation of Power Rangers uh, team, and then a few of the first and ones. Two of the first ones, um, yeah. Due to many reasons, uh, as we found out, Amy Jo Johnson originally, and I said this on the episode when she first talked about it, it made it seem like she was it was all about money for her. Uh, it turns out like there's a lot of other things that she she won't exactly say why she turned down Hasbro. She might not be able she, to. Well. It, uh, funny there's a bunch of she probably oh, wanted to like write some of it or have her character I, be a different well, way and they were like nah. for another thing that's coming out at the same time another announcement that came out yeah. at the same time so she turned down hasbro they were like you're turning down hasbro well it's like she's like I, she her first tweet made it seem about money the second tweet seemed like well she, they had asked me and jdf both turned it down because they, they had already started mm-hmm. filming before he had died he had already turned it down yeah each of their reasons were different. One of them, well, he he also had a lot of other stuff going on besides, right. um, like filming that he was he was doing uh, was it Legacy of the Le- Dragon? Yeah, Legend I think of the White he, Dragon. Was, he was filming. He yeah, was, he was filming that. I think that's, that's done though done. now. Um, he was also yeah. doing things like he was doing that. He was also doing um, he was also going through a divorce at the time. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about personal stuff. I was talking about well, career I stuff. I mean, that all ties into why you may not be yeah. able to film. Like, you may not be able to go to New Zealand for two, you know, three months. You know, it's a shot, mm-hmm. you know, but like even Amy Joe was like, oh, hey, you know, I multiple reasons. She goes, I don't want to wear spandex in my 50s. I don't want to, you know, it is a bunch of, I won't tell you mm-hmm. exactly the reason why I turned it down. My reason or my reasons is why I turned it down. I'm like, I get yeah, it. it was very fair. You know, but then um, the the boom Kickstarter was coming, was going on at the same time. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, we're going down to one of the stretch goals was if we hit whatever for the goal, number goal, 
we're going to um, announce a new um, Power Rangers series. Lo and behold, yeah. Amy Jo Johnson is writing that new Power Rangers series. Yo, do we not know, what, do it not is know yet? what it is yet? And it's not the no, Academy, I, right? I'll tell you something off mic with the Academy thing. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't but, uh, do you think? Do you think Kimberly's? Um, She's had, no, had nothing Kimberly. to do with her. Amy Jo Johnson. It's not going to be a Pink Ranger story. It's not. It's. I thought it, I, I was figuring it was going to be an expansion on the Pink. Ranger Slayer storylines. No, story it's lines. not. So. Okay. Very it's, cool. <coughs> it's a more adult version of MMPR. It seems from oh. like we're gonna let a little bit more know. They said like as the year goes on, we'll know a little bit more. Yeah, of course. Um, it's a, yeah. And I was listening to an interview with Melissa Flores. She's currently the writer of the Power Ranger book now. Yeah, did you listen to the yes. Ultra Mega? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Ultra Mega yeah. cast. I still gotta listen. Uh, it to was that an awesome one. episode. Um, because she talks about like what she wants to kind of like what she wants to do, like and why. Because mm-hmm. she also produced the show for years. Um, yeah. and and. Like listen to her, like, and then you find out this news about the Amy Joe thing. You're like, oh, it's all tied together. And mm-hmm. she goes, I know what's coming, and the only books that tie into her event are going to be the new coinless mini series thing that's about to happen that they announced, um, mm-hmm. and the Mighty Morphin series tie together. Um, okay. Ranger Academy is uh almost like an all ages Power Ranger book, almost. <clears throat> It's not mm. really, but it, like you can see where it leans. Um, yeah. And then this now this new announcement with, from Amy Jo writing uh, uh, this the comic a comic mm-hmm. won't tie into it. So we'll kind of see what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the trailer's great. Uh, there's a million Easter eggs in that trailer. One of them is the Pandora uh, mm-hmm. par- uh, the Pandora uh, Protocol. Uh, Bandora mm-hmm. is the Japanese name for Rita, um, and that's the name. That's why. That's okay. why when you ever watch Mighty Morphin and her castle says Bandora's Palace, and no one understood why. Um, mm-hmm. The comic book makes a really cool idea how Bandora was a a uh, a king that existed on on the moon. Well, you don't realize it's the moon. You just realize it's a planet that exists. Um, when Lord Zed touches um, the Zero Crystal. You think it's just a, mm-hmm. a, a planet and it happens to be the moon and Bandora was a the palace was a, a former king. Um in Japanese version cool. Bandora is Rita. Um But it's really cool, it's a bunch Very of Easter cool. eggs like other other cities. Um there's more like they even said there's more surprises. Uh if you get a chance you should any Power Ranger fan should read uh David Yost posted this for free, which is his quantum uh quantum continuum story he wants to do. Oh yeah, that's why which wild. is the adult parent story he wants to tell for years. Um, and it looks like a lot of the inspiration, and I, I'm just saying this because I read the the first episode that he wrote of this mm. of Quantum uh, Continuum, and I look at and then I saw the trailer. I'm like, uh, it seems to take a lot from his miniseries. Trini dies in the opening. It's in the Quantum Quantum Continuum. It yeah, it was probably the like the, one of death. the original storylines. It was probably one of the original like scripts that they declined but used elements yeah, yeah. of. Exactly. If David Yost gets a uh, screenplay credit or a credit, yeah. uh, writing credit, then um, then that's what it'll be yeah. for. The use of certain elements from his... I mean, they're all Hasbro characters yeah. and, and Sentai nonsense, so technically he might not get a credit, but 
that seems a little too on the nose. Yeah, like it know? literally, like the, the continuum opens up with Trini Sphere. I mean, we, we know why the Trini character is going to die, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> so, like, it, thematically. Yeah, we know why in real life they chose you know, to, to kill him, yeah. which I think is actually better. Um, instead of oh, yeah. I'd, I'd rather not have, like, a CGI recreation or a recast. Yeah. Exactly. The daughter thing is a I very cool touch. I do like cool that touch. a lot, actually. Um, yeah. But, yeah, same thing in the show. In the, his version was, like, oh, Trini died, and, like, they were all getting together, and mm-hmm. they were all suiting up because of this. You know, blah blah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I will be watching it twice. I will be watching Wednesday morning before I go to work. Probably that Wednesday when I come home from that Thursday when I'm off, I'll probably watch it with my wife. And then that Sunday, I'm having mm. a bunch of people over to do a watch party. Nice. You guys are all gonna. I, I wish you would were you wouldn't watch it the day it comes I... out, only because like if you watch it with the with the guys, if they don't all watch it already, it's gonna be a nice like moment. But. And you kind of have to watch it for the. For I just the, want to watch it. I just want to watch it in general because, like, yeah. I mean, the only other person that will probably watch it I know will be Rob, and I'm like, all right, cool. But then, like, my friends will probably watch it on Wednesday. To be fair, because mm-hmm. they're savages. Yeah, they'll watch it whenever it comes yeah. out. Especially your brother. Yeah, and they'll Justin. watch it Wednesday, like Wednesday when Justin gets home from work. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching Miles Murphy's Lore on Disney Plus with my daughter. And I looked yeah. up real quick. Weird Al's yeah, in there. He's the lead. Um, and the kid's name, like, oh, I'm Billy B- uh, Bison. I looked up real quick. I thought it said Billy Bass. I'm like, I'm not. My what? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Billy Bison. I'm like, am I watching the wrong show now? Did she change the channel? Does he turn into a big bison when he bison? screams in Magic Blade? <laughs> Water Buffalo? Yeah, he screams moo and it transforms him into a big water buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, because we have now a new time show, guys. Shows be weird for a little bit, um, just because of whatever the hell happened when we upgraded. Yeah, with yeah, so we'll jump to the next bit of news. Hunter, do you want to take the new Toxic Crusader game? Yeah, so Retroware uh, is working on a new game uh, based on the Toxic Crusaders TV show, which was based on the Toxic Avenger comic movie and trauma universe it's basically just a uh four-player beat-em-up with multiple playable characters set in the toxic crusaders world from the characters from the tv show more so inspired uh retroware has done um a few games uh back in the day but nothing as big as this in my opinion they do have a two games coming out this year one being toxic crusaders the other one being prison city And they mostly work in pixel art, and um, they, they, they do good work. So I'm excited to see what this Toxic Crusaders is. This is going to be their, like, big budget IP. Right. It's kind of like the test, like, can they handle IP? I love that kind of thing with um, <laughs> publishers and creators, developers. When it's like, oh, you get to test IP. Can you work with IP? I love to see what they get oh, to yeah. come up with because there's more of a budget to it sometimes. Sorry. I... So RetroWare is working on a Toxic Crusaders game. It's going to be coming out later this year. Uh, if it gets delayed, it gets delayed, but it was announced at PAX East 2023, which was a few weeks ago, and I figured I'd save the news for this episode because we're talking about video game adaptations, yeah. and while this is an adaptation of more so the cartoon, it is still an adaptation of the movie comic book feel, so it's not a full what we're talking about, but it's a half what yes. we're talking about for the topic. Because <laughs> um, and- I forget what came first, the movie or the comic book for, for Marvel. Toxic Crusader? Movie. Yeah. The Toxic, Toxic Avenger. Avenger movie. movie? Okay. Made the movie first, and then became a comic book later. And an animated TV show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of halfway what we're talking about, but not more so. There's a piece of news you forgot to add, so we talk about it and speculate. What news? Go back to the document. 
that you just yes. throw it in there? Oh, if you want to talk about that, Absolutely. sure. Let's talk about this last bit of video well, game we'll, news we'll, first before we'll, we fall we'll, into we'll that. First and then we'll do the last bit of video game news. Leads our topic. Okay, then. So, guys, over this weekend at C2E2, um, despite it being April Fool's Day, there was a new teaser poster release for Fall of X, which is the not the end of the Krakoa era, but is the end of the Hickman era for Krakoa. Um... I feel like the Krakoa era will still yeah. last, but the comic books will get more streamlined. Yes. Well, Hickman's like nonsense is a well, lot. Dude. I say nonsense in a good way. I'm not saying like nonsense like it's shit, but like it's a lot it's of a nonsense. Lot. Lot. So, <laughs> the poster is reminiscent of Fall of Mutants. It's just a bunch of dead mutants lying on the ground. Um, I'm looking at some of them. Let me try with a bunch of titles. Yeah, so I'll get to the second, but I'm looking at the picture. I can finally blow it up and see who's in the picture. It's just like a lot of. It's like the base ones that you know, and then like exactly. a few randos. Madeline, Destiny, Exodus. Yeah, it's basically the people in the current books. Yeah, but I'm looking to see if Rasputin is in there. I don't think so. Uh, Sinister's actually in there in his yellow uniform from um, Sinister. Uh, I'm trying to see if there are certain characters shows up. Anyway. Yes. Uh, one of the there's a few things that come out of this besides the titles. We're getting a new Shadow Cat design, yes, so that'll be interesting. A new name. It's just going to say, instead of being like, "Oh, Captain Kate," it's going to be Shadow Cat. Yeah, officially, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll see. <laughs> it's official. They uh, revealed it today. Yeah. It's official. They have it. Yeah, there's a um, there's a mini event called Before the yes. Fall coming out, which has a shot. few issues. It's four one shot. Yeah. It's Sons of X, uh, mutant mm-hmm. mutant strike. Sinister uh, Four is Sinister one of them, and Heralds of Apocalypse. Yeah, that'll lead into the Fall of yes. X, which will be one of their little line-wide yes, events. August twenty twenty-three. So this is the titles yeah. that they announced part of it, which is X Men. Duh. Wolverine. Yeah. I'll do the ones that make sense. Sure. Uh, uh, Invincible Iron Man. Sure, he's dating Emma. Kind of. It's it's a weird so spot to be, but in the book, it's a banner event. Well, so it's cool because he's um, Phalong, who the villain is in the, in the Iron Man book is. It's also works for. This be works for Orcus. Um, ah, very cool. Um, X-Men Red, duh. Yeah, X-Force, still going, cool. Makes sense. Awesome, yep, still Immortal going. Immortal X-Men, that makes sense. Sure, uh, yep, still the going. The newly announced Uncanny Avengers makes sense because that was a direct tie-in spinning yeah. out. All right, now here are... Yeah, that's Captain America and a bunch of, event- and a bunch yeah. of X-Men. <laughs> um, now here comes the list of stuff that no one knows about. Uh, oh, we kind of know about well, one of them. Well, we, we're guessing on one of them. Well, maybe. All right, so we have Astonishing Iceman. That is supposedly the Luciano stuff from Unlimited. That's what the current speculation is. He he put up a teaser the yeah, other so day. I saw that. So I'm so I'm thinking it might be that. It could be something completely different. He might have just been drawing hype, like, "Hey, read this," because um, when you read this Astonishing Iceman book, they might talk about things that I helped do. So it could be something like that, or it could just be one of those things where it's like X-Men Green, which was like – or actually the current X-Men like mini books that are coming out. It could be one of those where it's like Astonishing Iceman for the people who didn't read Iceman Unlimited. Right. You know? I'm thinking it could be that. Sorry. I was trying to text my mom something. Um, which is fine. Like, if that's the case, cool. I mean that's lazy, but whatever. Um, next yeah. one is Children of the Vault. Um, I guess it's spinning out of X-Men. Um, and yeah, what man. happened with Darwin? Diving more so in with, the vault. With Darwin and and mm-hmm. I know it's not X twenty. It's not X twenty because they changed her name now. It's, it's a, uh, she's no, Wolverine. it's not Wolverine. It's Talon now. 
Ugh. because it's two R's. Oh, yes. I don't know. There was two Lars. I don't know. Someone fucked up the resurrection queue. Ooh, very what cool. Two because Lauras. what happened until in the vault? Darwin, Sink, and Laura went into the vault. Mm-hmm. The only one to make out of the vault was Sink. Oh, he, uh, they were able to resurrect him. They Darwin was yeah. captured, so they resurrected X twenty three. So they to resurrected Laura and Sink. Mm-hmm. Laura joined the exterminators. She was part of the X Men for a while. Now she's in the X Force. Yeah. Yes. Then what happened was they went back into the vault to go get. Uh, Dawn went out, and it turns out True. that Laura was still in there. Mm. So now you have an older Laura that is on. She goes by she Talon, goes by or Talon. she go by Wolverine? Okay, because she's like, I'm not Wolverine. I'm like, I'm too old to be Wolverine. She goes, you can take that. Yeah, she's like, I've done my yeah, shit before. You keep that. So now Laura, all Laura is now ex- uh, is Wolverine, and uh, on Exterminators and stuff like that. And where is older Laura sitting in the books? She's on the X-Men book. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yes, babe. Um, there is a book called Dark X-Men. I believe this is the Madeline Pryor, Madeline Pryor Havoc book. And her... And yeah, her, like, that would make spinning out a dark yep. web. Which Dark X-Men, I assume, is it's Madeline Havoc's book. Then you have Realm of mm-hmm. X, which I think is going to spin out. I think it's the... It's going to be like a continuation of like the Excalibur, yep. Captain Britain, yeah, that kind of yes. stuff. I, I, we could be wrong, I but that, track yeah. record shows that it's going to be very similar to the continuing yes. stories of those characters. Yes. And then you have, randomly, Alpha Flight. Finally, they're coming back. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a spin-out of the X-Factor team plus random Canadians. Yeah, whoever else is still around from the original Alpha Flight, too. Mutant wise, um, and then finally, the book that me and you should have been should be writing, <laughs> Uncanny. Hey, may, you never know. Maybe when they announce the it. book, it'll have our names on there. We'll be like, yeah, what? Yeah. We pulled older var- <laughs> variants of you from time because we're Disney and we actually the technology we have, we have time travel technology. We pulled older versions yeah, of you get, from the future. Yeah, if they can freeze Walt Disney's head, they can find future no, versions the of Avatar us. Avatar ride. <laughs> In Disney, the flight of the dragon, whatever the hell it's called, the big avatar that's there is actually in the Navi that they're building for Walt Disney. It's real. That's creepy. Have you ever been? Have you done, seen that in Disney yet, or no? No, okay. I haven't gone to any little side tangent before we get to the book we were about to, to talk about. There mm-hmm. is a avatar ride, which I think is the best ride Disney's ever made. I mm-hmm. <laughs> love that ride. You feel like you're flying the actual dragon. It's white knuckling fucking scary it's awesome yeah i've heard there is a giant navi like sitting in like this big pool of water when you're walking through the thing it's because it's like you're in the military base from the movie yeah yeah and you're like it like breathes and you're like looking at it i'm like oh that's real and that's where they're putting walt disney's head in like two years (laughs) yeah walt disney's gonna come out of a fucking navi i'm not i you know we said it here first guys if it happens, we got yeah, like when he's when he's like running around Disney taking it over. Yeah, well, fucking Walt Disney's back and he's a giant fucking six foot blue alien man and James Cameron's like I'm Yeah, pissed. like that's a sad subject because if it just dies, whatever. James Cameron was like, We we let Walt do it first and then it's me, right? I get next yeah, priority. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. back to and Fall of finally, X and we can talk about the next thing. Uncanny Spider Man. 
So a lot of people are up in flames about this. They're saying that they're going to retcon no, Spider-Man into being no. a mutant. And after Mary Jane dies with that fallen friends no. thing that they're teased, that Spider-Man is going to be a full-on X-Men character. No. And I was like, listen, he's he's had X-Men crossovers yeah. before. If that's what this is with an uncanny title, that's very cool. Yeah, I... But James, you pointed yeah, something so out. In Timeless this year... There was a picture of a, a, a Spider-Man in a black suit with a red symbol on his chest, but he had three fingers. <laughs> Nightcrawler. Three, yeah, he had three fingers and three toes. Or three fingers and mm-hmm. two toes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. wait. We haven't seen that yet. I'm like, oh, that might actually be the uncanny Spider-Man story. Yeah, it could be like a Nightcrawler-style character right. or one of the surviving um, sinister Post- things. Post in the Maybe sinister. mixed with Spider-Man blood. Because we know right now he's going through a, a, a terrible mutation that's like messing up his face and his body. So him mm-hmm. being, quote-unquote, the uncanny Spider-Man, they have very similar powers. They both walk, crawl, and all this other stuff. They're acrobats. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that he can teleport. Yeah, bam. Yeah, so maybe that's what this is. That would be very cool if the Uncanny Spider-Man is actually fucking Nightcrawler or, book. That would be so cool. this is a Chimera from the Nightcrawler's book. Yeah, because isn't there a Spider-Man yes, there one? Yeah, so maybe he survives. Yeah, and he goes back in time with Sinister. Or Fallen Friend is a Spider-Man dies for like six issues. Un- amazing becomes uncanny. He has a few arcs and then it goes back like Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he has enough mutant DNA in his blood for some or reason that, that they can revive him because he's fucking Spider-Man. Like friends of his, and now we know the mutant. Re- they can. Yeah. Choose to, they are choosing who to resurrect. You know, mm-hmm. so. so it'd be interesting if they go, we resurrected Spider-Man, and now here's a six-issue or more story for Spider-Man. I like the idea that it's Nightcrawler as well. That's yeah. a cool idea, especially given the physiology of that timeless version of yes. Spider-Man. So, That's what I mean. we'll kinda, see where that goes. Kind of crazy that it's going to be this. I'm like, wait. Mm-hmm. Time- Funny enough, I was putting away Timeless last week. And that's how mm-hmm. it went down. Like, oh, Timeless. I'm like, oh, I'm the film. Like, there's a black suit of Spider-Man in this. Yeah, you're like, wait a fucking yeah, minute. Like, wait. You know, I mean, sometimes they put stuff in there that throw people off, which is fine. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait, sometimes there's actually stuff in there that fucking means more than we know. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, and also loosely tied to Fall of X is the Ghost Rider crossover, yes. Weapons of Vengeance, yes. with because Ben Percy's doing yeah, both. Yeah, he's writing Ghost Rider Wolverine. He's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Right I'm like, okay. Yeah, so that's also kind yes. of tied in there, but it's not on the banner because <laughs> it's kind of like a banner title where it's an Alpha and Omega and then... An issue of Wolverine, an issue of Ghost Rider, and then something else. Yeah, it's, uh, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, ending. Alpha yeah. Omega, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll yes. be fun. That's going to be good. It's going to be actually good. Yeah, I'm excited I'm to see what they got so going excited. on. I've been waiting for the Fall of X to happen for a while. Mostly because editorially, I feel like it's just very annoying. Yeah, whatever, I don't mind. You know, I don't give a shit about any of that. Um, yeah, I think, you like X-Men, I think so. what this is, what's cool about having Fall of X, I think by having Iron Man you know, involved and having the Uncanny Avengers and having the uh, Uncanny Spider-Man in here makes it seem like it's... And Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider <laughs> makes it seem like it's a world event, where it should feel like a world event. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... If they did like a book called yeah. Fall of the Avengers, I think it should cross over with everything. That's you know, if you don't want to do every yeah. book under the sun, like you don't want to do She Hulk, I get that, you know, uh-huh. you know, but like it should have ramifications. Yeah, for sure, I agree. So 
This one's coming in yes, August, by the way. August and August, yes, August. And the final bit of news, we are talking about a new TMNT, Last Ronin, uh, God of War style, AAA game uh, coming up next year or two years. Which is such a wild thing to make a video game into. Like, we haven't had a proper Turtles video game in such a few years, in like a, a decent amount of time. The last one we got, I think, was Mutant Mayhem. Oh, yeah, that's wild. That's so cool. Mayhem. No, it's just, it comes out of left field. Like, we oh, haven't yeah. gotten, like, a real good TMNT game in years. And then now the next game they're giving us is one where we only get to play as one of yeah, them. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm excited to play the game because a God of War-style TMNT game is, like, okay. the best version of TMNT to oh, do. Yeah. But the last Ronin storyline is such a weird choice it, to you do. You know, I think it's the one story. It makes it easier so they can just do like this is one guy that uses yes. all the weapons instead of four guys. That's why <laughs> I think that's it's just, yeah. it's just easier, like logistically, to do one mm -hmm. character instead of doing like, oh well, we're going to do like four characters plus like other people we want to like add to it. You know, we're yeah. not going to they're not going to spend all this time like developing five different characters. Like, oh mm -hmm. well, we're going to put Casey in there now. We're going to do this now. We're going to do. Yeah, they did that with the uh, the Pixel game that yes. came out from Way Forward. I think um, I forget what it's called, but it's it's it just recently came out as a beat yes, up. it was. Give me one second, I'm about to blow yeah. my nose. Um, if you want to bring us into our topic, Hunter, why I go blow my nose because it's about to run all over the place. Yeah, so we have little uh, little information about the TMNT Last Ronin game besides them announcing it and talking about how it's going to be inspired by recent titles like God of War. Um, especially the two most recent ones, the 2018 and Ragnarok. But that leads us into our main topic of the week, which is video game, movie adaptations, comic book. It's a little bit of a mixed bag here. Um, we're mostly going to be talking about comic books that became video games. Personally, I'm going to steer away from crossovers, but I don't know what James has cooking. Uh, I'm also not going to name every single <laughs> Spider-Man game that I enjoy when we start talking about these. But uh, we, we do have a decent amount of video games we can talk about, both from the big two and from the independent scene of comic books. So I'm definitely excited to see what James has uh, written down in his little documents. But I have a few that uh, won't really come too far out of left field, especially except for one of them, I think. We'll get you guys off guard. That's a fun one. Sorry about that. I am back. I had to blow my nose, otherwise mm -hmm. it would sound super loud on the mic. And I'm like, I don't want I bet. You know, I'm like, oh my. <coughs> Bad enough, I'm coughing. I don't need everyone here, like me dying. Yeah, so James, you want to run down what um, you want to talk about with your video game adaptations from yes. comic books? So, guys, um, we're covering video game adaptations from comic books this episode. Normally, it's just a fun little thing. There's a laundry list of ones that exist 5 million Batman ones, Superman ones, blah, blah. So, me and Hunter decided to pick like our top three um, just so we can talk about some of it in a little bit more in depth instead of us sitting around going, oh my God, let's mm -hmm. talk about this. Uh, one year, yeah, I, yeah, I picked one Marvel, one DC franchise, and then I picked, uh, and I just listed out a bunch of independent games. Uh, but we'll when we talk about our top three, I'll I'll talk about the other ones just briefly, just so you know we know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so viewing that, so we were having it was a weird way when we were talking about setting up this topic, which is going to be, well, do you want to do games that were based on video game or on comics or? video games that became comics which is the other half of that which we should do one time. yeah like there are mario comics yeah. there are legend of zelda which comics one day we will manga. do that as an episode yeah Mega Man, Sonic. yeah one day mm -hmm. we'll do that as an episode like oh video game adaptation but flipped around um 
Indeed. But with this, um, we decided to focus on comics first because of the, the TMNT game. And with Mario coming out, I figured we can do the other way first and then eventually get in the other ones. Because uh, there's a lot of, like, Mega Man and, like, Legend of Zelda and tons of other comics that exist yeah. uh, on this stuff. Plus, I also want to talk about, like, stupid fun Marvel games I played. Yeah, IDW was supposed to do a Mario comic. We've talked about yes, that once or have. twice. Yeah, so that's interesting. They the same guys that did the Sonic, uh, speaking about launching one so they could do crossovers, but then they ended up doing Mega Man. Yes, which I think was better move. These maybe, uh, yeah. I mean, yes. We'll see. <coughs> yeah. So, James, what video games do you want to talk about that were adapted from comics? So, I'm doing Just League Task Force from 1995 Sega Genesis. Um, oh, the fighting game. No. Yes, there's two versions. So. It's the fighting game, but they both have them on the same name, which is the fighting game where it's like you play Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Arrow, Flash, and Aquaman, and then um, you can fight against like uh, Darkseid. Yeah, so it's the fighting game, but also there's a – it's a fighting game. I love this game so much. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm like dying. Um, so one, I love this game. I, it's one of the first games I got as um, a kid for my Sega system. And it was really mm. cool playing as Superman uh, in that game because he does this like his jump chest move as like mm-hmm. his like almost like uh, it reminds me of Alchema from uh, Street Fighter when he does, does his dash. Superman's dash is just mm. his chest is out and he flies at you. Um, nice. It's a cool fun beat-em-up. Um, also, I remember sitting there playing with my brother for hours because he would always play Pick Batman. I was playing Superman and that's pretty much all we played as. Um, mm. It was a simple storyline. You're playing as like age sleep member you're just playing through like a fighting game and then on top of that you have to mm-hmm. fight dark side at the end and then if you lost you lost yeah dark side despero and cheetah despero is hard characters that's that hard I, I don't think i ever made it to dark side <laughs> i've been beating cheetah a bunch of times actually i played as wonder woman to beat cheetah a lot um but mm-hmm. i don't ever remember making it to dark side i remember i remember despero <laughs> a lot and cheetah but i do not okay. remember dark, fighting against dark side ever um or like <laughs> maybe once I did, and he beat me like fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> a lot of times when it was ninety five, I was I let's see, I was seven when that game came out, yeah. so I was like smash buttons. Yeah, you're like ooh, no combos, just hit punch and kick a bunch. Yeah, like keep on all day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that game. Uh, and I want to start off with a great throwback. Um, yeah. Also, shout out. Pokemon Stadium's coming to the Switch, like, this month. It's off-topic. Yeah, well, it's coming to the expansion pack for the online services, so you have to pay $80 a year to get it. But, yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll pay the $80 a year for that. I'm waiting for the uh, the other Pokemon games to get announced. This is hopefully just the floodgates. I want, like, uh, red and blue and yellow to come out just to test the grounds and then jump into Fire Red, Leaf Green, Emerald Silver, all those oh, yeah. ones. I mean, I, I own so all. Hopefully, those. the stadium thing pushes it towards the forefront. <laughs> yes, but you can't play them on your fucking Switch, no. so. No. <laughs> all right, Hunter. What is one of yours? Uh, one of my picks, and this so this is comes at a caveat. Oh, okay. So, R.I.P.D. Why? They made a video game based on the movie, based on the comic. So I, I did a leap. Yeah, but that's not I did a, a leap. That's not that bad. I wanted to briefly. It, well, it's because the comic, uh, the video game is based off the movie. It uses Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges' designs and the uh, similar voicings and 
world to that rather than the comic right. book uh, from Dark Horse. But I figured it, it it's I think it's delisted from the Xbox stores now. It was like a fifteen dollar tie in game, like the Pacific Rim game that came out. It wasn't amazing. It was basically like Army of Two, but you fight ghosts instead of people. And it was it just kind of like Call of Duty Zombies meets Army yeah. of Two, where you play as two characters, you just beat a bunch of waves of dudes. Super fun, super stupid. I ended up playing it with my brother for a good few months after the movie came out because I love that movie. It's so bad, but I love it. Nice. Like, and also that movie. So, really uh, yeah, the R.I.P. That game. movie is it. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's interesting. I came up with an idea to do a TV show based off okay. of it. So hopefully, if um, you know our writing does great, we can hook up with the guys who did that. Talk to Legendary or Universal, whoever owns the rights, and maybe get a TV show going. That'd be fantastic. Putting it out into the world, RIPD would make a great TV show, just Fair. saying. Fair. All right, James, what's your other choice for video game? Uh, so I, I, I'm in the, I'm in the back end of my childhood at this point. Uh, X-Men mm-hmm. 2, Clone Wars for Sega Genesis. Oh, man, the Clone Wars? I like that game. It was fucking great. It was something. So, I've played that one before. There was a sequel game supposed to come out called X-Women, The Sinister Virus. X-Women? Yes. Okay. Um, which, it would have been a virus created by Mr. Sinister that would have impact. It would have got rid of all the male ca- like male characters, and you could only play as a female character. Mm. But it was never made. It was canceled. Um, but anyway, Clone Wars is really cool. Um, again, another super- I've only yeah. played the original one. <coughs> The one where you got like Nightcrawler and Archangel and Gambit and stuff. I never played this one. I didn't know there was sequel a sequel. It's Beast, Psylocke, Gambit, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Cyclops. Uh, and then Magneto, who's yes. unlockable. Interesting. I didn't know about this one. Yeah, all, the, all those characters are the same except for uh, Archangel yes. from the first one. I uh, Again, I played this all the time as a kid. Can I, I, I let you know, guys? I grew up on Sega Genesis. Um, love mm-hmm. this game. Super hard. The pla- it's like a it's a platform style game, so like it's like you're really just moving up a level, you know. Yeah. But um, I like it a lot. Uh, it's fun. It was super hard. It's great. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous half the time. Um, mm. but no, like I like it a lot. I think what was cool about it because the first time you actually played a story that it, it the reason why I liked it so much it reminded me of the arcade game, but not as it was it was harder than the arcade game, but cooler looking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. I like this a lot. It was fun and doofy. You know? So yeah, I liked it a lot. It's... I mean, I'm picking a lot of these modern games, so I'm going to do the Ultimate Alliance franchise as a whole as opposed to just the first one or the second one or even the third one. I'll loosely talk about each of them. So the first one is my favorite. It's probably everybody's okay. favorite. They con- they come out of the Diablo-style X-Men Legends games. It was X-Men Legends, X-Men Legends 2, and then the Ultimate Alliance franchise, which used a lot of the same assets and idea made by the same guys. Uh, so that one was a totally unique story using all the comic book worlds and characters. Uh, Doctor Doom was one of the main bad guys, if not the main bad guy. I forget if there was anyone after Doom. Maybe, no, Galactus was first. Either way. Uh, the old first game was fantastic. Um, they had many different versions with extra characters. The Xbox One had like Hulk, Magneto, Venom, Sabretooth. Uh, the PlayStation had Colossus and Moon Knight. Uh, the PC had like Nightcrawler and Cyclops. It was so crazy to have all these other characters. Mods now are crazy, yeah. but uh, Ultimate Alliance 2 came out years later, and that uh, more so adapted the storyline of 
uh, Civil War as opposed to doing an original story. So the characters were a little bit more focused on the main characters from the Civil War storyline with a slight twist at the end with Nick Fury being one of the main bad guys instead of the Iron Man Captain America fight. Yeah. And then Ultimate Alliance 3 came out just a few years ago uh, on the Switch exclusively, and it kind of kept in line with the first game where it was a completely original story with a wider cast of characters. But a lot of the characters besides the X-Men stemmed from their usage in the MCU. Like, we got both Ant-Man and the Wasp in the game. We got um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Gwen. Okay. Because, sure. Kamala Khan, but that makes sense. She's a new hot character. Like she's in a bunch of stuff yeah. now, especially the Avengers game that came out, which is now discontinued. Yeah, well. But that's a story for another day. So yeah, the Ultimate Alliance franchise is one of my favorites. It does stem off the X Men Legends stories, which of games which I also love. The first X Men game being mostly just an Ultimate Comics adaptation, but then X Men Apocalypse being more of a Ultimate Storyline Apocalypse oh, yeah. adaptation. Yeah, I remember. I I got them all when I was growing up. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I have um one and two on PS2 for X-Men Legends, and then I think they're delisted now, but the Ultimate Alliance games were both on the PlayStation with all their DLC, so that was fun. And then the Switch is the third one, which I don't have. I think my brother okay. has that, but I played it. It's fun. Not bad. Morbius is in it, so that's yeah, always that's a plus. Why you like it. <laughs> no, Morbius was DLC. I liked it before that. But um, mm-hmm. Morbius and Moon Knight are added benefits. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what's your number one? So pick? I'm putting these two together. Um, it is mm-hmm. X Men Mutant Academy one and two. Dude, what? <laughs> so many X Men. I didn't pick. Well, I mean, yeah, I did so pick two of my things. Whatever. Two of three. Hey, <laughs> but the X those are X Men fighting yeah, games, dude. The, right? The, the, the I love those ones. I have one or two of them. I forget which one you I have. Probably have the second on one because it's Spider Man. I don't know if I have a Spider-Man in that one. I have uh, the one with Juggernaut and Toad <laughs> in it. Um, Juggernaut and Juggernaut. That's number two. Yeah, I have that one. Because number two has uh, you can play Spider-Man in number two. Yes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Or I have. Oh no, I'm sorry. I have X-Men Next Dimension. Oh, that's the third. That's the third part of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third one. That's the one I have. I don't have the. I, have, I had actually all three. Um, I wasn't crazy about Next Dimension. Um. I that was the first one I played, okay. so I have nostalgia. I did for like it. the uh, actually my favorite of all three is uh, SMM Mutant Academy two, um, <laughs> and there was a co- code in. I remember the code. It was uh, swimsuit edition. Everyone like was wearing like like their bathing suits. <laughs> yeah, from the fucking nineties thing. Yeah, so, like Spider Man's in like shorts <laughs> and like twi- twi- oh, and I'm funny. like, and I also like playing Spider Man because yeah. like Spider Man played very well in that game. Mm. Uh, he's the only non X Men character. Yes. Which is weird. Well, I'm not, it's not weird. Like it makes sense. He mm-hmm. sells. Um, yeah. But no, it was really cool. I liked the game. It was a. It was the first also fighting game that was not an X Men. It was not like a Marvel Camp, like like a Marvel Capcom or X Men Street Fighter fighting game. I just wanted an X Men yeah. fighting game, and I think this is like those three games. This franchise was the only way you got it besides the original one from like '95. Um, they can actually play as X Men to fight against other X Men. I think they should bring things like now that we live in a day and age where there's actually like. You know, you have you know creators available to mm-hmm. do that. Like, I don't know why Marvel. Does, I mean, 
Well, Marvel just recently started licensing out their properties again. So before, yeah. this is just a tiny history lesson they may have talked about before, but before Marvel let their so originally we had like Ultimate Alliance and all those style games come out when Marvel was kind of just like letting his properties be because it was Marvel. When DC, not DC, when Disney bought everything and acquired Marvel, they stopped production on any video games outside yeah. of their purview, which is why we didn't get any Marvel games, albeit from like kind of re-releases from the Marvel vs. Capcom yes. games um when DC, when disney bought them because they wanted to make games in-house that's where we got um the connect avengers game and where we got the disney infinity games that had marvel and star wars in them they also had a stranglehold on star wars video games as yeah. well uh but after they realized that's not how they're going to make their money off video games they let they ended up licensing all their properties out again and that's where we got ultimate uh marvel uh versus capcom infinite ultimate alliance 3 spider-man wolverine miles morales midnight suns the avengers game guardians of the galaxy all that kind of stuff there are only very few games that stayed in because they were already licensed like the telltale version of the guardians game which came out in the middle of their uh licensing thing with telltale exactly like i but they stopped the Star Wars one that was supposed to be made. So. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's a big thing that threw. <laughs> yeah. But Telltale also kind of folded a little bit in itself. Yeah. And, and they're kind of around again now. But, but uh, yeah, Marvel took away a lot of their properties that they were going to do. I mean, when, they, uh, when, Dis- when Disney bought Yeah, them. well, we knew that, you know. Yeah, so now we're getting back into the renaissance of Marvel video yeah, games. Yeah, so bring back X-Men. Bring back Mutant Academy. Yeah, well, the X-Men were stuck in Fox Limbo. Now that the X-Men are widely available with the DC of... Oh my god, the Disney. They just sound so close. The Disney stuff. Uh, we'll probably see a few more X-Men games coming into play, hopefully soon. Besides the Wolverine video game, which we're right. I mean, I'd love a, an X-Men Academy or a Next Dimension 2 or whatever, like an X-Men fighting yeah. game. But if we get like a proper X-Men game after the Wolverine, I'm in. Oh, dude, I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. I hope to God we get something like that. I didn't realize. Yeah. Anything else you want to gush about bef- uh, before I go on to mine for your Mutant Academy? Uh, one, actually, yeah, there's one other game I want to talk about before we get into... I, I gushed enough from Mutant Academy because I think the, it was a great fighting game. I think it was really cool. There's like a lot of cheat codes. Like, I liked a lot because you got a, different, a bunch of different costumes, like from Ultimate yeah, to regular. Yeah, cheat codes stuff. had a different costumes. Different time yeah. when cheat codes mattered. Um... Mm-hmm. My honorable mentions, I have two honorable mentions, which is the Marvel vs. Capcom system, uh, uh, the entire franchise, mm-hmm. uh, which includes X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom, and so mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. And let's give a shout-out to the worst superhero adaptation game ever, Superman 64. I thought you were going to say Aquaman Battle for oh, no, I think <laughs> No, I, I, I play that over Superman 64. Really interesting. Well, it's because it looks a little yeah. bit better. <laughs> and um, one of my favorite games was Ultimate Spider-Man 2005. Oh my god. Mwah. That's a that's a mwah. icing also, on the I like cake. Also, I because I got to play as Venom and eat people. Yeah, that was so much fun, dude. I'm like this game is ready. And the for the race with you the, yeah, the race with Human Torch was so cool. The fight with Wolverine was so yeah. cool. Like they knew what they were doing when they made that game. But uh my number one pick is the Batman Arkham stuff. I've talked about them before. They're some of the best video games out there including Origins and the Escape from Blackgate 3DS game. They're just fun Batman stories that just, you know, make you feel like Batman. <laughs> Not to quote the reviewers who talked about the Spider-Man game, but uh, yeah, they're just really fun on the Batman VR as well. They're just really fun Batman beat-em-up 
action puzzle solving like it's it's just it's a lot of oh, fun yeah, absolutely if you haven't played the batman arkham games you're missing out you can start with asylum you can start with origins do whatever just they're all great even arkham knight just give them a play i definitely recommend them oh they're, they're great uh honorable mentions would be um the scott pilgrim video right. game uh made by i believe it's way forward a uh, tiny bit of Scott Pilgrim news. Their Netflix is doing the animated series with the entire cast coming back from the Edgar Wright movie from 2010. Yeah. Oh yeah, there is. And they're going to be expanding. They're going to be adapting the story and expanding upon okay. it. So Scott Pilgrim's coming back. Uh, other video games that I'd like to briefly talk about: Kick Ass and Watchmen, which are made by the same guys. I forget their name, but they're now a debunk studio, I believe. Uh, that just made there. It was during that vein of the Arkham video okay. games. Where it was like, you know, triangle to counter, you know, run around, beat up a bunch of dudes. The hallway sequence of video games, if you will. Okay. Uh, and then a few other games that I'd like to just drop would be uh, Hellboy. They had the Science of Evil and the new PS5 game that's coming out that I have not played yet as of recording. Okay. But I believe it's called the the word, the the White Worm of Doom or something like that. It's supposed to be really cool. It's made with a Mignola art style. I'm excited for it. And finally, Battle Chasers, which is from Joe Mads. They're finally completing that um, Battle Chasers comic book that's been on hiatus for 30 years because Joe Mads, after making a few comic books, decided to go into video games and keep his claim there. He did make a Battle Chasers video game, which loosely adapts whatever storylines he had uh, for Battle Chasers at that point, which I believe were the first eight issues, which were recollected in the Dark Horse uh, Battle Chasers anthology with a few one-shots. Okay. They're now continuing onwards with 9, 10, 11, and 12, and finally capping off the Battle Chasers after forever. Well, you know what? Funny. Um, O'Malley and Ant were talking about that. The Battle yeah. Chasers video game the or the comics? comics? <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's wild, man. Joe Matarera, I think it's how you pronounce his name. He, you know... <laughs> He had a really cool idea, and then people were just like, your art's so good, do, uh, do video games. And he was like, bad. Yeah. So Battle Chasers Night War is the video game. Uh, I played it briefly. I never got to finish it because I suck at those style of video games, but it's super fun, has all the characters uh, from the comic book and the world, and it kind of plays like a 3v3 style Final Fantasy game where you walk around like this board, and then you come into counters, and you fight some dudes with your with your squad. Okay. So it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, I'd say definitely check it out if it goes on sale. I'll check it out when it goes on sale. If you're not, if because I know you're not a huge I'm fan not, not that. I just don't, of no, the no, Battle it's Chasers. About not being a fan of Battle Chasers. I don't have time to play the games I already bought. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's totally fair. Yeah, that's totally I fair. There's finished, uh, a lot I of just games. Just Black Knight Omnibus. I've had since Christmas. Oh, man. It's April. Yeah, you, def- you definitely got to get in there and. Uh, and and play um, an hour into Pokemon <laughs> Je- Je- Jedi Fallen Dude, Order. I, got, I have Pokemon, <laughs> the new one. I've Violet or whatever the one with the I Violet. Yeah, I, Violet. Yeah, Scarlet, my, yeah, my wife has Scarlet. I am an hour into mm. that game. I got it three weeks before Christmas. <laughs> it, it happens, man. Evil. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, so I'm like, it happens. <laughs> I'm sorry, my daughter's saying hello. Hello, yeah, she's like, hello. She's like, like trying to yell at yeah, you she, through the mic. She, she's like, I hear you. Like, I got you. 
Yeah, man. So quick shout outs to those yes. games. Uh, Spawn did have a game, The Darkness, Exoman War, enough, Shadow Darkness, Man. Blah, blah, actually, blah. my brother that's how my brother got into the, the, the franchise of the, like, the comic and everything. Dude, I try I tried playing the first game. It's really ugly and really hard to play. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a product of its time. I tried playing well, it like last year as opposed to when it came out in like two thousand eleven, maybe. And then they made the sequel. Darkness. Yeah, like my brother. That's like funny enough. That's how you got into the, the the like the whole Witchblade and all that franchise, uh, and stuff. Nice. It's because of that game. I'm like, oh wow. See, they, which is funny because like very rarely do you hear someone going, "I'm getting this game," and then I got into the comic based on this game. It never normally works mm-hmm. that way. Normally, it's like I'm buying this game. I'm a fan of the comic book, and then in turn, I'll go out and buy more comic book stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was really cool to see that happen, like in real time. I'm like, oh, you don't mm-hmm. fucking read comics. He's like, I was just fucking great. Yeah, he's like, this is cool oh, shit. Oh. One of my one of my buddies got into the franchise by playing the video game. He didn't know it was a comic book, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh shit. So he started looking into those. He's only read those ones. Okay. Yeah, not bad. Like, yeah, but the doctor's really cool. Oh my god, honey, don't choke yourself to death. Yeah, Joe Manarera. I was right. That is how you pronounce it. <coughs> Sorry. I just... That dude, you you went away to cough and it I still know. came up on the mic. <laughs> I moved the mic out of the way. I like, went like move that as far backwards as possible. Mm-hmm. It's just like I have a very like I'm at the very this happens at the very end of every cold I get. It's like cool. Now I, I'm back to like the very dry cough. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. It's just like it's, you're done. I'm like yeah, no duh. Like I, I have a runny nose and like a, a dry cough. I just want to get rid of it. Yeah. No, again, I will take this over laryngitis 100. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, those are shout-outs to video games. Go out and play some; they're fun. Um, yeah, let us know what your like some of your favorites are because it's cool. Yeah, man, plenty of games. Definitely go check out the Mario movie that's coming yes. out, and check out support video game movies. They're on a rise again. Sonic is good, uh, especially Dude. after the success of Sonic and yeah. Uncharted. Dude, and I oh, Uncharted no, was Uncharted fine. Was all right, it, it was a very serviceable yeah. video game movie, better than no. most. Because it, no. shut your the mouth. Top Video game movies or adaptations that have been out have been Last of Us, Sonic, Detective Pikachu. Well, that's not a movie. That's more of a TV show. But, but yes. yeah, I, I'm, yeah, Last of Us is good. Last of, well, I said I, I left over it. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic, Detective Pikachu is fantastic. Yeah. I'm waiting for that oh sequel. Oh, my God, yes. It got announced like months after the movie, oh, but then yeah. everybody got busy. Justice Smith is in the new D&D oh, then, movie. COVID he was happened. doing interviews. He said he might not be in it, and then COVID yeah. happened. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, but Ryan Reynolds is still down to reprise his role. So. All the time. Ryan Reynolds is six uh six two, by the way. Why is that a thing? I found I, f- I found that out this morning. So we were talking about actors and stuff this morning in one of my group chats, and I mentioned that uh, my buddy Billy is probably tall is probably taller or as tall as The Rock. Found out The Rock is six five, but when you look up how tall The Rock is, since him and Ryan Reynolds are now associated, that comes up. Ryan Reynolds is six two. That's wow, crazy. Wow, them both of them. Makes me feel great. <laughs> John Cena is six still, one. I'm still. Sh- I'm- so that means Ryan Reynolds is taller than John right. Cena. Well, yeah, he looks short. <laughs> like, he looks shorter in Ryan Reynolds. It's because he plays those characters that don't play yeah. big. Or are you talking about I'm John sure. Cena? He looks short because he's got stocky That's shoulders. Is, yeah. He's still a powerhouse. Oh, no, 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 of a man. Oh, yeah, I'm not getting punched in the face by that dude. Like I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. All right, because we only have about a couple of tw- half hour left for us to record, and we got mm-hmm. book reviews this week, guys. Because yeah, man, books, books, yeah, books. Last week I was in here to talk about books. And I want to talk about a bunch yeah. of books. You should, there's like one book you should have fucking talked about last week. I did. I mentioned yeah, no, a few. Did. Right at the end, I, I ran through a few of them, including yeah. Serrano. 
So we are starting off with Planet of the Apes, uh, produced by Marvel. Ooh, it's yeah, finally out. By Marvel cool. Comics, aka, um, if you go to your comic book shop, it will not say Marvel Comics on the the cover. It will say, "Oh yeah, the imprint yes, is in place yes, it now." It is. It's the first time you get to see it. It's 20th Century Fox Studio. I mean, Marvel's logo it's is on somewhere. The very bottom but... corner in black. <laughs> yeah, it's in black. You can't see it. Like you, you they're like Marvel has to put their name on it, but they're like we have to separate it so much so they don't even think. What it's it says that. is, um, it says with association, uh, associated with Marvel Comics. Yeah, it's crazy that people can walk in there and be like, uh, "20th Century Fox, they're doing books, right? Can I get some?" Exactly. <laughs> um, so it is canon to the franchise, just like the Alien and the Predator move, uh, books. It is canon to the new franchise that came out. Um, it actually takes place in between, I think, one and like the last movie. Um, mm-hmm. it kind of fills in the gap of it focuses on this military uh, woman, um, and like her association with the apes and everything. It, it talks about like how her family survived the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge attack and stuff like that. Um, so if you're mm-hmm. a fan of the last like the last couple of batches of films that have been out, definitely grab this book. Um, dude, you know what's crazy? Those 20th Century Fox movie uh, comics are crazy. So the Predator and the uh, the Ape, Planet of the yeah. Apes ones, both the movies more so have male. F- protagonists and both their comic book counterparts with marvel have female protagonists with the alien book the alien movies have ripley as their main protagonist for the most part and then the comic book actually has a male protagonist at least the first arc did so i thought that was really cool uh, that they subverted the character protagonist types or genders or whatever not that it really matters but it's cool that like the aliens franchise started with a female lead and the comic book for marvel started with a male lead i thought that was cool and now vice versa with the other two very cool I do like that actually. That's really cool. That's actually really cool. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I mean, th- I could be reading into it no, really hard, no, no. <laughs> but I think that like the idea is like you know, oh, you know, you expect it to be like this, like the Predator books, uh, these Predator movies and stuff to be like macho man yeah. characters, and then like the lead character, uh, the comic book is this kick-ass woman that's taking all these predators out and like wearing their <laughs> yeah. skin and shit. It's wild. <laughs> it's like it, it, that's really is good. So yeah, yeah, no, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about it that way. Uh, yeah. We have American Dreams from Band of Bards. Uh, oh, hell yeah, our yes. boy. Um, set in the 1990s. <laughs> uh, so not in the 1990s, 1900s. The, the, the Gilded dawn Age. Of the Gilded Age, the dawn of the new century, of the 20th century. Um, showcasing the rise of immigration in New York City and the, the power struggle between the rich robber barons, J.P. Morgan and Rockefeller, as they form their own groups. Um, while Edison... And Harry Houdini's yeah, in it. He is, but he doesn't play that big a part in it, actually. As much as... Oh, not in the first you know, issue. Um, you get to meet... Uh, I don't even know what the main character's name is, to be fair. Uh, I, I read it last week, and I, I read the whole graphic novel, I'm sorry, a month ago, and I forgot what his game is as well. I think it's Yeah, David. so he... They call him the Jewish Hercules more so in the comic book, because that is his yeah, persona he until he adapts the new name yeah, by the end of volume yeah, one. Right. We don't talk about that, because it's coming out in single issue through Band of Bards. Um, I got the it's really stuff. cool. Um, it's a superhero book with a historical fiction twist, uh, which is always the best kind of superhero. Yeah, superhero story. Story twist. It's fantastic. I think that it's yeah. it's really cool. It's it's I the only knock on it. <coughs> Sorry, my daughter's coughing too. Like, um, the one thing I do wish that they did though was that they um, the, I wish the dialogue was more like timely. Yeah, there's there are a few words that do like sound like they're from the '40s and stuff, but then they have a few words that it's like I would say well, that. Not, but then again, it's fiction. It's no, whatever. No, no, I get it's, it. It's not. It's not even that. It's like it's not mm-hmm. like the, the words that we would use. It's the they don't say lit. No, you know, they don't say like, stuff like that. Like some 
I don't know, some accents that were like, I wish you had a New York accent, like a 1990s. Like, yeah, but it's hard to do that for comic books. You can like far. cut off some words, like Puddin' when uh, when Harley speaks, they cut off some of her yeah, G's. Yeah, that's what you'll do. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like, because I'm ahead of trying to read it as like, get out of here, boy. Like, you're, you're sitting there like fucking Philly Mousekowitz yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Five West, you know, hey. Yeah, like, where is this? Where is that? But no, I do like the book a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really cool idea. Uh, and by the way, you can check out the next part of that story in our Unknown Heroes uh, book. Yes, Dan Caliban is coming back to do a small continuation of American Dreams in our Unknown Heroes. We we know what he's cooking. He's cooking with fire. So we're very excited to see where that continues. And I know he's looking to make a volume two at some point yes. as well. So we have that. We have – sorry, my phone closed out for a second. We have Disney villain Scar. Uh, yeah, man, these Disney villain books are gonna be so crazy. This actually takes place during uh, during the first five minutes of Lion King. This, this issue or the whole these, series? The series takes place within the first, I think, up until it, it's really what it is. It's the rise of Scar as like how he gets the hyenas on his side. Because like in the movie, yeah. like Simba's born and then like he leaves. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck this! I'm never gonna be right. king now." Bye. So he leaves, and the movie, the book is the time he leaves. And gains like the hyena army and all the other guys, and comes back to Pride Rock, and then like starts, and then the, the rest of the movie. Uh, oh, okay, so it's right after the yes. opening. Very Which cool. Really cool. Um, and there's a lot of foreshadowing to other stuff, especially in the first issue. Um, I do like it a lot. The art's actually really good in this book. Um, really weird mm-hmm. that's being produced by Dynamite, but uh, yeah, Dynamite's doing a lot of the Disney stuff. They're doing Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, and all these yes, villain books. So. Dynamite and Disney are teaming up to put out some some crazy stuff. Originally, it was IDW yes. that was doing a lot of their stuff, but IDW kind of lost graces with Marvel and Disney, it seems. And I guess Marvel doesn't want to produce the Disney you comics, know, so now they want to Dynamite. Maybe a licensing thing, because when you when like IDW, for example, if they want to produce a Marvel book, they have to mm-hmm. pay for that. So yeah. like, it means we gotten too expensive. They may like it's too expensive. It's entirely possible as well. I'm not trying to put IDW. I'm not trying to throw any shade at them by saying they lost it because they did something wrong. I'm just saying they don't have it now, as in they lost it. Oh right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that sweetheart. Sorry, she's like dad, 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 dad. Yes, I'm right. I'm yeah. standing right next to you. She wants to go to sleep. She's like, I'm tired. Actually, she's wide <laughs> awake. It's actually really good. It says she'll mm-hmm. sleep tonight. Yeah, she'll be conked out. Uh, after Scar, what else you got Rabbit on the from books? Comics. Junk Rabbit is if you mix Mad Max with Moon Knight. Uh, it oh, is wild. Okay. It's set in a dystopian future where all like humanity lives in like dome, dome cities and these mega corporations like rule. Um, and you find out like this is vigilante that wears like junk armor plus like a rabbit's mask to protect mm-hmm. like some of these dome cities and protect like this like one light like this one dome city that he lives in. Uh, well, the mega okay. corporations are going after him. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's very. I, I did not see that coming at all. I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, and this guy lives in a dumpster, and like it's gonna be like this weird, like little side story. Mm-hmm. Like, what? No, I like this is really fucking interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that was really cool actually. Um, it being like it's a if you're a fan of dystopian future stuff, definitely grab this. If you're a fan of like vigilante superhero stuff, this is a book for you. Like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, superhero book with a twist. That's kind of how you do it. Yeah, we love to see superhero book with a twist. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we have Hairball from Dark Horse Comics. This book is scary. 
I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it yeah? scares me. It, it's unsettling. So mm. it's about a cat. So it's a family that adopts this like stray black cat. Mm-hmm. And then randomly in the book, this little black cat bites this girl, and then like these worms come out of her hand, or like out of the open wound. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, yummy, the yummy! The entirety of this book is about this little cat creating havoc and chaos and death to this family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am uneasy the entire of this of the book. They don't think it's this cat. They think they, they think they're like, yeah. well, life's gotten weird since we've gotten this cat type of thing. But not like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, it's like it's the cat. No. But not like maybe the cat's the right. problem. It's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> it's really weird, right, guys? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, no, the cat bit me. And like, I'm like, this is disgusting. It's scary. Like, what are you doing? I don't like this. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. But that's, that's, why, cool. that's what's really cool. Like, I think this is the first horror book I've read in a while. Actually, you know what? It's the mm-hmm. first horror book since, oh, my God. What was that last book that Snyder did? That like, I just like the concept a lot. American Vampire? <clears throat> the Wake? No, they did for Dark Horse recently. Clear. We have Demons. Night of the, the Ghoul. Ghoul. Night of the Ghoul. Night of the Ghoul. I love that book. Uh, where I just like the concept a lot, and I think like that's where mm. I also felt uneasy. Like You can feel the tension in that book. This is the same thing. I oh, feel yeah. the tension when you're reading this book. Because um, there's another book that came out this week that's a horror book that I'm like, I don't feel the tension. It feels – because like the concept – it's based on a real world concept, but then it like kind of gets it's mm-hmm. some like it cuts itself off at the knees because of something else that happens in the book, and I'm like, yeah. eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's kind of whatever. That's 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 an, I won't I won't bam out the book, um, but yeah, like if you're looking for a really cool like dark horror book, the arts aren't like on point. It's it's by, written by Matt Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we love it's Kent. so wild. It's such a dark book. It's freakishly scary. So Good. that's my book review for the week. Excellent, excellent, excellent. James, close us All out. All right, guys, you know the drill. Thanks for listening. You can head over to our website, androidscomics.com. Check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram. Jesus Christ. Android underscore comics, the podcast, Instagram, Android is Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Android is Amazing for update news. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe leave a review, and share with friends. As always, support your local comic shop and have a nice day, guys. Guys, it's Easter coming up. Guys, have a happy, safe, and fun Easter if you celebrate Easter. Have an awesome and cool Passover coming up this weekend. Also, enjoy. Um, Yeah, so go out and support comic books and hopefully someone gets it for an Easter gift. Uh, Yeah, I'll see you guys next week with some Super Mario stuff. Let's go. Peace. Yahoo! (laughs)